Morning everyone, welcome to this Wednesday morning and we are looking at Joshua chapter 8 and the second half of the Battle of Ai which I preached about this last Sunday and this is where Israel win. We um, On Monday we looked at when Israel lost and so the precursor to this is that Achan and some of the guys, the Israelites, God had said that um, Jericho, all of Jericho, everything that belonged there was to be destroyed. It belonged to him as first fruits going into the promised land. But Achan had seen some gold and some silver and a nice cloak and he kept it for himself. <coughs> Excuse me. And so he kept the stuff for himself. And uh, they, bro- because of that, Israel had broken covenant. And so they got smashed by Ai. And also, just before they went up to go fight against Ai, Joshua didn't inquire of the Lord. He just sent out some spies and the spies were like, we'll smash these guys. You saw what we did to Jericho. And then it didn't happen like that. They got smashed. And so... Now what's happened is they've dealt with the sin in the camp. They've got rid of it. They've consecrated themselves to the Lord. And Joshua chapter 8, reading from verse 1, says this. The Lord said to Joshua, Do not fear and do not be dismayed. Take all the fighting men with you and arise, go up to Ai. See, I have given into your hand the king of Ai and his people, his city and his land. And you shall do to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its king. Only its spoil and its livestock shall you take as plunder for yourselves. Lay an ambush against the city behind it. And anyway, they go and they lay an ambush. A few guys go and make a little bit of an attack. And then all the army men from Ai come rushing out and then ambush. Poof, Israelites smash them. So there's a few little thoughts here. The first thing is this. When, he, when Joshua inquires of the Lord, God says a few different things to him this time around. The first one is you go with all the men, right? You you know, these guys are saying, oh, these are a bunch of little wusses. You'll just smash them on your own. Sometimes it's more important, you know, we, we look as what is the least possible energy I can expend in any given situation. We wired like that as human beings. But sometimes what God does is he wants us to invest or to be all in on something, not only to see a victory or not only to see us overcome in that area, but also because he wants us to grow and to be aware of what's going on in that situation. You know, I think sometimes we, when it comes to dealing or listening to God or being obedient to him, we put that on the back burner a little bit. So I, you know, sort of like do a little bit just to um, keep keep God happy, if you like. Um, but when all of my decisions, I'm wanting to honor him. And I'm not saying that I'm, I'm, you know, like not making a decision unless I see it in the Bible. You know, what color shoes should I wear today and wait for God to speak to me? But what I'm saying is I'm I'm living my life all of my life, Joshua taking all of the army, the guys, um, all of the fighting men, I'm, I'm looking for God to be involved in every aspect of my life. Not, you know, for Israel, if it was however many um, fighting men they had, or just chilling back at the camp, doing nothing, you know, relaxing around the fire and brying and that kind of stuff. And then 3,000 oaks go up to go sort out AI. Like that hasn't, that isn't how God's called us to, and when he calls us to do something, it's like, I want you to be all in on that thing. I want you to be fully present in that. Not just, I do a little bit just to keep God happy. You know, I'll attend church a little bit and, you know, say some nice things. You know, on Sundays I'll, you know, um, whatever, play the game, even at Connect Group maybe. But the rest of the week while I'm in, at when I'm at my work or in my um, social circles or whatever, I, I, that, I keep that for myself, reserve that for myself. So the first thing God is like, we all in all the time on this thing. And that's quite a challenge for us that 
God's looking at every aspect of our lives, friends. And I think sometimes we don't find victory in our workplaces. And we don't find victory in certain situations is because we are just marking time or just giving just enough in those situations where God's like, do you want, are you all in on this thing? Do you hear what I have to say? Or are you trying to find a compromise between your way and my way? Are you trying to just bend the Bible to make yourself feel good about yourself? That's the one thought. Um, the second thought I had, which I really, really was so stoked with, um, and just so encouraging as well. I grew up in a in quite a legalistic church background, and it's taken me years, friends, to understand that God. I don't I don't believe in a prosperity gospel where I, I've been through enough hardship in my life to know that God also takes us through the valley of the shadow of death. But there are seasons where God asks us to sacrifice on a massive scale, to make massive sacrifices. For Cindy and I to leave KZN and to move to Joburg and to plant a church and to walk away from the, the job that we had and, and our, everything was set up, to walk away from that was a huge sacrifice. But when we arrived, God has been incredibly um, gracious in providing. And, but there are times when God asks us to make big sacrifices and there are other times when there's a time where God just is so lavish and he, and, he, and he just provides even more than we could ever ask or imagine. There's times to sow and there's time to reap. And it's really important to know what God is saying in those, in those given situations. With Jericho, when they went in, if Achan kept the plunder and it caused Israel to lose the next battle in it and it caused all kinds of problems. But this time God's saying with Ai, go in and the plunder's yours. I mean, Sort out the king and the inhabitants, but the plunder belongs to you. And God does want to bless us, friends. But we have to know, I mean, even when I look at my finances, there is seed, which is for me and for my, for my family and our salary that we earn. And then there's seed, which is to sow, to give to others. And when we hold on to seed, which is meant to be sown into the, the lives of others, it, it almost like that seed creates a black hole into which all the other seed disappears. But when that seed is sown, it's amazing how it returns in its time. And uh, I'd, it, the same applies for our time. The same applies for our energy and for our homes. Uh, when God looks at us, there's times when we should be sowing. There's times when I'm laying everything down. And there's other times to receive and God says, I want you to go for it. And there's times in our businesses as well when it's time to invest and to be all in on things. And there's other times when it's for us to be able to have, you know, to enjoy some of the fruits of our labor. Um, I don't know, I keep mentioning our marriages. Um, but the same thing in marriage. There's some seasons where it does feel a little bit tricky. And so you you feel like you're investing so much and putting so much in. And it's just hard. And it's like laying things down and just letting things die. And then there's other times where we enjoy the fruits of it. And friends, the, the ebb and flow, the give and take of that is part and parcel of following Jesus. If we are always going to be fighting to take out and take out and want and and to receive the whole time, um, we are going to miss out and we're going to become immature. We're going to hurt others and we're not, we're not going to grow and become who God's called us to. And eventually we can find ourselves getting arrogant. And God, the Bible teaches very clearly that God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And so he does take us through those seasons where I want you to wipe out everything. I want you to sow completely. I don't want you to hold on to these things yourself. I want you to lay down your rights. I want to lay down your privilege. Lay down your what you think is right. Lay down um, your big opinions in this situation. Just love somebody else. Um, 
And in those situations, it enables us to remain humble and not fight against the hand of God. So hopefully that blesses you. Bit of a challenge, this battle series, as we preach through it. But um, yeah, I'm really, really loving it. and hope it's challenging you as much as it is challenging me.